Good evening, fellow pawns in the chessboard that is life. Welcome to Pop of Color Pod with Ruby and India, a Bravo podcast that focuses on underrated shows with inclusive casts. You're here, and miraculously, so are we. Uh, Mercury retrograde. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, well, it's well, a solo episode. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, it's Mercury retrograde. Do you feel it, India? Do you feel it? Because I do. Um, I mean, April felt like Mer- Mercury retrograde, so... Um, what? April, to me, felt like a Mercury retrograde uh, because my life was said- in shambles. I thought you said April following, and I was like, no, no, no. no. April's over. Let <laughs> get into May. Yeah, no. Um, so no. So this isn't too bad considering. I mean, we're only on day one though, day two. So you know, I just feel like we saw my Zoom updating slowly but surely. I discovered a mistake from work that was from six months ago. It's just <laughs> things are not happening. Taylor's won't get back to me for my bridesmaid dress that I need in two months. <laughs> so, you know, if you see me in a baggy ass dress come July 9th, Gucci. Well, um, you know, as in, as a realtor and having to sign contracts, I'm just trying to look everything over three times, three or four times, like just making sure that we do thorough inspections, all of that jazz. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't know. Um, we'll see what May has in store, but I'm just praying for positivity, okay? I have, math is hard, 10 days till I'm on vacation for 10 days. Nice. Oh, I'm just trying to focus, but I don't want to because I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the way it goes? Yeah. And it's not like vacation, like I'm not going to like an island, but just it's like- It's still a vacation away from Friend activities. Work. Yeah. Yeah. I will not be working for 10 days. That's the important part of the situation. I was supposed to be in Aruba this week. Ooh. <laughs> Takes a sip of her tea. Yeah. Sad. Quite literally, I am. Sad. But anyway. Aruba will still be there. You can go back <laughs> another day. <laughs> Puerto Rico's It'll better, be or so I hear. So you could go there. <laughs> not or so I hear. <laughs> <laughs> the rumor has. <laughs> Ooh, she's an artic. She being me is an articulate today, guys. This week, India was a guest on my solo pod. No one's guilty pleasure, so feel free I to share sure that as well. I'll help cross promo it since I manage both podcast social media accounts. So, if you feel like it's synchronicity, it's because it's the same set of hands managing all the posts. It's magic. Um, any fun stories before I? talk about our congratulations this week um no fun stories but i did buy the skims kim kardashian skims line i bought the shapewear the um the panties like the panty shapewear Mm -hmm. i'm just not really into a full like shapewear i'm not like into the straps and the bra like i just uh, India has it. a sick body, so she doesn't need it. So I do it looks not. She doesn't have need a sick to be body. into it. Those of us who do, India does um, not have a sick body. India has gained weight. India has lost weight recently. I, I'm working on it. But India does not need shapewear as much. As I well. do. I, I do. I just like to look a little smooth. Anyway, so I put yeah. it on because I was like, oh, I have a showing with a new client. Let me put on. 
like some shapewear. And when I say I was dying and then was like, well, the drive is going to take me like an hour to get there and an hour <laughs> back. Is this a good idea? And I just kept them on. So I'm on the road and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. I kind of want to take these off. And then the showing got canceled. So then I was like, look at God, just being like, look at God. Looking out Bitch, for take those angel. off right now. You are not going to be comfortable in the car riding with these on. Amen, so. amen. It felt like a faha. It is a faha. I thought fahas were a lot tighter. Like, I mean, my mom calls all of that faha. I mean, I guess it is all the same. Because I know fahas are like for like after you have like a BBL or a baby. Oh, no, 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 no. That word was used before the surgeries began. Like... People just call shapewear like, but yeah, like obviously there's like, you know, the really soft stretchy kind Yeah. versus like, yeah, the more corseted or like more structured ones. Yeah. But in general, it's like a, at least in my family and my country, because again, I can't speak for the Latinx community uh, as a whole, because we are not a monolith, but in my family and my family, (laughs) because you know, because people get, people get real riled up from other countries. All I'm talking about is. Right. I don't even talk about Puerto Rico. I'll just talk about La Familia Matos. We call Faja like any shape. Like anytime we had to have to wear like a slip or like, yeah, like a little like waist, you know, it's not waist trimmer though. It's literally like just the shapewear. That's yeah. what my mom calls that because like my family is very big into like too. Like it's not like you're trying to squeeze what's, you know, something out of place. It's just like you just want to smooth the look yeah well this you just want to look nice this shit is and tight so, as hell. so i didn't even know what, i didn't even think about the surgeries so but yeah again only speaking for some of puerto rico because people was trying to fight me so you probably saw my post where people were trying to tell me uh, that my family doesn't look puerto rican or why there's people of different races no. and I was just like i did not see that i saw oh, you yeah. I, no i did see your post talking about it yeah yeah yeah. Okay, yeah it was yeah. it was just dumb I was like I was showing a picture of like me and my cousin and my cousin has darker skin than I do and so people were like uh how is she brown but you're not and I was just like you know there's all sorts of races in Puerto Rico and then I was showing a picture of my mom like two seconds later and another co-worker sitting right there was like but she has red hair she doesn't look Puerto Rican to me and I was like bitch first of all I didn't ask you if she did secondly babies it's called the Spaniard, Africans, and yeah, oh, I mean, they're there at that workplace a lot. And we have like a pretty diverse workplace, but the whites keep whiting. Do they and not so, realize when the Spaniard, when the Spaniards, the Africans and, and, the, indigenous the, folk. and the native American, yeah, indigenous folks all mixed together that That's they would be shocked like if indigenous. they go to like South America, because in South America or Dominic, like yeah. Dominican Republic, I mean, the entire... Well, it's just like each country has all Latin America. Yeah. First of all, each country has everybody. Number one. Right. And then there's some that have more than others. And like what dumbasses don't know is like a bunch of colonizers or people that wanted to do fucked up shit that they couldn't in Europe would come here. Cause like Argentinians, a lot of them are blonde hair and blue eyed and Mm -hmm. pale as fuck. Anya Taylor joy. She's Argentinian. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. You know, we, we stay educating in this world. So for everybody that thinks we live in a post-racial society, we don't. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Right. <laughs> Microaggressions on deck. Yeah. It was very awkward because like, they're just like, what? Why? And I'm like, my granddaddy was white. 
my grandma's like low-key a light-skinned black lady i can't control you know and then genetics are crazy there's some genders mm-hmm. in there i can't control it y'all okay. and i got my ancestry dna many years ago so i have everything we even have like a I have my percentage of indigenous Puerto Rican. So that's my land, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Confirming on the ballot right just now. Just in case you were wondering. She is Taina, not just the character from Nickelodeon. I did mine and I am like 22% British. And then like another like 3% like Scottish and Irish were like mine. And then Mali, Nigerian. I think that was like the big ones <laughs> we may be related i think i had molly in mind too oh look at us great show everybody go watch <laughs> well now that we've done our now i'm gonna start saying look up ruby say cheese like off of Mar- the wayne brothers <laughs> <laughs> we're sisters we're happy and we're singing and we're colored <laughs> give me a high five all right, I'm done. Yeah. Not tonight. <laughs> well, not that we've done our uh, culture and pop culture lesson. <laughs> Time to say congratulations to our award-nominated star, Lindsay Hubbard of Summer House. Queen of Summer House. Hub House reigns supreme. Lindsay Hubbard just got nominated for three prestigious MTV TV awards unscripted. I'm going to do a little history lesson because I'm a hardcore MTV person. So remember when like the MTV movie awards used to be a thing in like the 90s, early aughts, and then it got ruined by franchises. Yeah. So then they devolved into like MTV movie and TV awards because, you know, also people just like TV a lot better than movies now. And then like last year or maybe the year before they started doing a scripted MTV movie and TV awards. And now they have an unscripted. So it's like two nights. It's terrible. Even I don't watch it. That's how bad it is. And I watch a lot of bad shit. So she's been nominated for choice reality star. Her specifically, nobody else on the cast. So, you know. She's right up there with Teresa Judas. Queens be queening. <laughs> Let me see. I have to look at what I sent you because I don't remember who the other noms were. You said Teresa. And who else was on the list? Hold, please. It's coming up. Teresa CT from The Challenge. Uh, Willow Pill from Drag Race. She was the winner this year. And Christelle from Selling Sunset. They should have given it to Christine Quinn if they really wanted this to be a queen category. But that's neither here nor there. And then Willow Pill. Didn't Willow Pill win? Yeah, she won. Mm -hmm. And then Best Fight. (laughs) <laughs> Danielle versus Sierra versus Lindsay and there's some other friends of ours on here uh Candace Dillard Bassett versus Mia Thornton salad toss fight that's what it said. so bad salad it's the fight. only one that has the name of the fight in the nomination <laughs> <laughs> um the other one Margaret are... Joseph versus Teresa Judas and then Selling Sunset was nominated for best docu-reality or no fuck I don't care about Selling Sunset Summer House was nominated for best docu reality series along with other shows that we watch. Verbal. I mean, who am I kidding? We know I like Sunny Sunset. I just pretend that I don't. Yeah, I do it. not watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta or Jersey Shore Family Vacation, but Beverly Hills is on there. 
I've dipped into Jersey Shore family vacation and it's so fun. Like that cast is just so funny for no reason. So like, even when they're doing dumb stuff, you just like have such a good time. Cause they have like a really good chemistry. Yeah. But it's not like a sit like appointment television. But yes, Queenlands, we know whose side we're on. We can get into the re we don't usually do reunions, but summer house reunion part one was real tense really confusing and really stressful um give me your thoughts india okay so obviously it was so awkward the body language between Paige and Lindsay. Mm -hmm. Paige was very much acting like this wasn't work and a reunion and acting like this was like lunch at an elementary or middle school like you don't sit by people that you like but you act professional and you don't well i think she i think that she thought she was delivering good tv with her weirdness and she wasn't and she looked clinical like she looked unwell her makeup was bomb though yeah but the fact that she wouldn't look Lindsay in the eye at all and well we just don't know why and she also won't say why she's doing the cryptic thing where like they're trying to make us think that there's some fight that doesn't really exist because A lot of people online were like, oh, something must have happened. Like, word on the street is something happened on Winter House, which filmed already, that we don't know about. And Lindsay, my queen, literally commented on the post. And I was like, nothing happened. She was smiling to my face, so I don't know what's wrong. So Paige is doing a lot of Hannah Burner energy, where she's just, like, in her own reality TV show episode, yeah. but has, like, roped in Sierra and Amanda with her. Because Sierra and Amanda are also, like, lemmings just kind of following with the shady eyes too but we don't know why yeah that and then i'm like okay this is your first year having first chair and you probably will never have it again yeah she was not fun and engaging and then just like her weirdness where like she was rude to carl so then when carl spoke up for himself and defended himself and Lindsay, she's like carl has been yelling at me this whole episode and And, and he's like like, no he isn't (laughs) He literally isn't. I feel like Paige has drank the Craig Kool-Aid and he probably coached her on what to do for a reunion to get the most, you know, bang for your buck. And it's just backfiring because one, this isn't Southern Charm. And two, Craig looks dumb as shit at every reunion he's ever been to. Drunk on Adderall, whatever. Like he was out of his mind. And also just like, people are like, well, Craig's not that bad anymore, especially compared to Austin. I'm like, Go watch all the early seasons because that's who Craig is. Like Craig berated every woman who didn't just like fall at his feet or like agree with what he said. And he like did that to Lindsay too in the season of um, Summer House. So yeah, that and I really appreciate that Carl and Luke were very much trying or holding Paige accountable. Like Carl being like, you're being two-faced. Like one minute, like you're saying this. Mm -hmm. And then the next minute you're saying this. And then Luke being like, you definitely instigated the fight with Sierra, telling her like to go Italian at the dinner mm-hmm. and like wall out. Like, not saying that you're responsible for Sierra throwing wine, but you instigated that. Yeah, like, it's just like, just be accountable it. for what you did because that'd be more admirable. She's like, I'll do it again. And it's like, okay. So then admit that you did that. That you did that. And be like, yeah, yeah. I would do it again because that's my friend. And I wanted her to go off because this happened all week all weekend and I was just fed up and she was fed up like whatever well the thing about Sierra and Paige is that they will just throw words out like and it's like pasta trying to see if it'll stick on the wall yeah and they don't actually think through their thoughts or their arguments so they're just like I'm just gonna say it really emphatically and defiantly because like that'll make me that bitch but it's like 
if there's no actual logic or evidence supporting whatever you're screaming, you look fucking dumb. And like, she would just throw out careless comments. Cause like when she, when Lindsay was like, nobody talked about Luke, she's like, Luke didn't have a miscarriage. And then again, it's just like, Paige, who are you to say how people handle their miscarriages? Right. Like shut the fuck up. And then um, when Carl said something like he, he basically brought up basically that Paige didn't have a storyline. Right. Like mm-hmm. if you look at it, Paige had nothing going on besides like the pretend love triangle with Andrea and Craig. Um, and then when she turned around, I was like, what did you do this summer? And it's like, he literally had an entire, and he defended himself fine, but it was true. It's like, he spent a summer sober in a house of those fucking assholes. And that's like a story in itself that's falling. Yeah. And then he's like, like, it may not be as saucy as your fake love triangle, right. but. And she, he, then she, he's like, that hurt my feelings. Cause I was being sober this summer. Like that was my story. And she's mm-hmm. like. I can't, I can't believe you even imply that I would not be supportive of you being sober. That's crazy. But that's the way it sounded. That's what you were insinuating what by saying. You, that's what I, yeah, like she by saying, like, what did you do this summer? Like, but be boring. And it's like, okay, actually, like I was recovering. It was a year mm-hmm. anniversary of my brother passing away. The year anniversary of me being sober. Or you know what I mean? Like a year or a summer of me not. My first summer in the Hamptons mm-hmm. being sober. Like, what do you mean? Trying to figure out dating sober. Like partying sober trying to you know figure shit out like that's very very relatable to people unlike your and it's a lot deeper than whatever she brought yeah yeah and that's why he's like you don't bring relationships to the house like your ex-boyfriend you never like he was he came to the house maybe once if ever yeah and like we've talked about on the show before like she just is very malleable like whatever is like interesting or someone tells her to be interested in that moment is like what the vibe is because like she thought she was going to be married to this man that's like a decade older than her which is fine but she was like I just want to be like a kept woman and I'm very proud of that and then you know they break up and all of a sudden she's like I don't want to be a kept woman I want to be an independent like spicy adventurous woman so then we do the Andrea thing and then now she's like I want to play the field, blah, blah. And it's like, because she decided who she was playing the field with, it's better than whatever Lindsay decided. Right, because Luke was like, Paige, you did the same thing that Lindsay did with Andre and Craig. And she's like, well, no, that wasn't the same. And it's like, no, it is, actually. Yeah, there's like just a very clear divide between like the two groups of ages. And then Kyle's like twisted in the middle because like he's in one group and Amanda's in the other group. And it's very clear. Yeah, they shouldn't be married anyway. So it's Amanda's. It's his fault that we have all these young people because he should have dumped Amanda, season two. Yeah, but I hated that Kyle was also like, kind of like hard on Lindsay. He was like sipping the Paige and Sierra juice a little bit. Like, yeah. I mean, I and I get it. Like Lindsay did do that purposefully. Like I do think that Lindsay was trying to purposefully. Oh, with like, like Austin and the love triangle. Yeah, like kind of thing. be like that with Sierra and like in spite of like you know whatever sierra was doing at winter house but like i just thought it was just too much but yeah then Paige being like her response to asking like andy andy asking why aren't you looking Lindsay in the eye like what's what happened she's like there's just such a hierarchy and like hierarchy in the house and like i've like danielle and Lindsay like never have like they're condescending like they never make it easy to get to know them and then Daniel's like it's not easy to get to know you bitches either basically like it was just weird because she's bringing it up years after having been on the show right it'd be one thing if it was like her first reunion and she was sat next to Lindsay and was uncomfortable because it's like okay that's the moment where that happened right but it's been three years so why do you care about the hierarchy now right 
No, it just seemed like a lot of bullshit. Like they just came in with like a plan. And I hate that because it's just like, whenever you come in with a plan, it looks fake as fuck. Cause that's what it is. Right. Also Carl having an almost seven inch penis. Hello. I want to know the circum the circumference though. Because if it's seven inches and skinny, like a pencil. Yeah, I was like, I don't think it's like super girthy, but like I I would hope a little more than a pencil. He's tall. He's tall AF, so I'm hoping that it's like. Yeah, and also the height probably won't be favorable to what the ratio looks like there, you know? No, it will be. I hope. No, I know, but I'm just saying like when there's more body, it's like a visual optical illusion hmm i believe it's seven i'm not saying that part's not true no i'm just thinking like because i have dealt with a lot of tall guys i'm wondering <laughs> work through the rolodex girl work i'm work. trying to picture like their penis when they stood up okay that's this is too much <laughs> pop after dark y'all anyway maya Rock having a 10,000 person wait list for her cookies you go girl that's like four hundred thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> the transition is sending me anyway go girl <laughs> congrats maya for your crumble cookie oh wait that's a different thing yeah wait crumble is the store right the people yeah are- there's a crumble cookies here i have not tried it yet what are what are hers called um let me see maya's cookies i don't know seriously that's it no I don't know. oh i was like bitch couldn't come up with a better name What is this link tree? I just need to know what the name of the cookie is. Nope. Can't find it. Terrible (laughs) marketing. (laughs) I think it's called The Need, but that's like her blog website. Yeah. I mean, like, good for her. That's why she went on the show, right? Was like to make money. Yeah. She did. I can't believe Zillow is doing, I mean, not Zillow. Zoom is doing us so dirty these days. I know. Um, But yeah, Maya's like selling her little cookies. It was interesting that she didn't claim Oliver as her boyfriend because like this was just a couple weeks filmed a couple weeks before she was on watch what happened li- live and he came as her guest you know like sitting in the front row and she said they were dating. Oh. I don't understand pe- Maya and oh, that yeah. guy Oliver because she yeah. said he was just a friends with Ben like she wasn't claiming him as boyfriend on the reunion. And yeah. but like she was on watch what happens live a couple weeks ago so like a couple weeks after the reunion film. Yeah. And he was there and I, maybe she didn't say boyfriend, but she was like, we're still dating. I don't understand people who like, if you've been dating for months, you're still not saying like boyfriend or girlfriend or say partner. I don't know. Like I've I know been we're there. Age. and it's like, well, he's not my boyfriend, but we've been, we've been dating for six months. I don't waste time <laughs> with, with categories and faces. Yeah. you in or you out. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Like if your name is saved in my phone. And you're the only person I'm seeing. You're my boyfriend. I'll forget to, like, I'm not saying it's not happened, but I'm just saying, like, if it's somebody I'm publicly being seen with on the regular. Yeah. It depends on how I feel. Like, if I just, if I'm the one that's like, I just want to date because I also want to date other people or be able to be open. But she's not dating other people. Yeah. Because if it depends on who's controlling the narrative, if they're both like, let's just stay and like take it slow. Craig and Paige style or or if it's like Maya you know what I mean like one of them still wants to have the opportunity to go on a date if they want to but at this point it's been almost a year because it would hurt my feelings like it like if 
I'm dating someone and I just, and I really want to be with them. And then them introducing me and it's like, oh, is this your girlfriend? It's like, no, it's not my girlfriend. We're just dating. It's like, well, see, I don't want to be introduced. That's what I'm saying. It's like, we can see each other. If we're seeing each other and there's no name, like no label, let's say, like, I'm not bringing you around people, you know, I'm not bringing people. I'm not bringing a guy around people that I know, unless you're something. Yeah. That doesn't mean it has to be in a rush, but he's publicly you know associated with her regularly she's bringing him to a place like watch what happens live and you're still not claiming him yeah and it's like i just don't get for what for what you're for your psychology like for your ego like good night yeah i I don't get it but like you said i agree like if you're not exclusively dating but again if i'm not exclusively dating you i'm not bringing you places that matter you know what i'm saying yeah no it's not like a side piece like hidden away but like i'm not introducing to my family or my friends or anything oh, yeah, no, I mean, no. like i'll introduce you to my is. friends like in party settings but we're not going to like a friend's like you know what i mean like to close friend gatherings and like yeah. as my date you or i guess maybe my date to places but you know like you're not meeting my family it's hard enough meeting my family when you're my boyfriend oh no they yeah my family can't take it <laughs> my family can and they're like oh look at you finally introducing us to someone <laughs> Oh yeah. No, I just like, but I just can't take it. My like, family just loves too hard. So I just, yeah, don't. they, they do. And they, I don't cling, expose them to and, that. Yeah. Um, no, I just mean like, and maybe it's cause I don't go to parties. Yeah. <laughs> like I only go to things where it's like meetups with like close friends, you know, where it's right. just like, if I'm bringing somebody like it's because there's a significance. Right. Even if it's quote, not labeled yet. Like it's in that direction. Right. Speaking of Danielle and Robert and, Maya and Sierra I hate that Maya is like on this team I'm like oh Maya please just be neutral but that Danielle and Robert broke up multiple times I was like oh my gosh I don't think that's real though that's not true well like you know when you fight and mm -hmm. you're just like I'm done done. yeah or you say I'm done with you but like there's like I don't fight like that but I know people who do and it doesn't mean much and also y'all are friends with Kyle and Amanda right so y'all are really going to say that Robert and Danielle are a problem and not committed to one another? Kick rocks. Right. Um, did you see Robert post the shady post like that same night or the next day where Mm-mm. it was like a picture of him kissing her and he was like, this must have been between the second and third breakup. <laughs> I was like, and I, ooh, the white boy has sus. He's like, I don't fuck with that. Yeah, it's just kind of weird because like they just kind of threw it in her face for no reason. They definitely were all just very, like, kind of stankish or, like, very, like, mm. I'm just like, okay, whatever. I think they get mad that, like, people vibe with Lindsay and Danielle, like, fans. Yeah. And it's, like, there's a ton of dumbasses who fuck with y'all. So just focus on that populace and don't worry about us over here who are older and know better. Yeah. And, I mean, who knows the dynamic in the house? But it's, like, again, Paige, you've been on the show for three seasons. And you mostly get along with Lindsay from what at least the audience sees on the outside. And it looked like y'all bonded. That's what they said. She's two-faced. Yeah. Well, it's like you said. I was like so excited when I thought they were having a nice moment at the prom. And you're like, Ruby, she's drunk. She doesn't mean it. And I was like, damn it. Yeah. Fuck. I forgot about alcohol. Because like they, like, I don't really remember that people can be drunk until like I see like eyes glazed over. So when people look alert, because I forgot about the Adderall. Um, I'm like, oh yeah, like this was so, you know, sweet. And then you were like, no, no, it wasn't. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Cursed again with my naive gentle soul. 
Oh, but the Daniel Lindsay Marshalls commercial was so cute. I literally was so excited. I was like, come on, production value. It was so good. And you know, most of their commercials suck like that Sierra and Lisa Gorgo one. I was like, It's so bad. I hate both of them. So I was just like. But this one was actually really, really cute. I was like, look at them having the great Marshalls commercial. I tweeted like, Romy and Michelle are shaking. And someone like got in our mentions and was like, please as if they could be Romy and Michelle and I was like not in a good mood and I was just like it's a joke <laughs> get off my Twitter and she was like I get it like we can't take ourselves too seriously I'm like ma'am you're about to be muted I could not yeah I saw like a bunch of notifications and I was like I'll let Ruby the social media manager handle this. <laughs> yeah I mean all I did was post a video of Paige during that body language thing when Andy's like what are you doing and I just wrote, um, I think I said something like, what circus performer inhabited Paige's soul? And I said, it must have been a lesson um, in the crash, in Craig Cronover crash chorus of delusional reunion performances. Oh, I mean. I was just so beyond sure. at her. It was just too but much. Should we take a break here and then return with our shows of the week? Let's do it. Gucci. I should have worn <laughs> Thank goodness that Zoom tells us when the recording's back on because it could have gotten real dicey on the Why audio. Why did I do that? Sorry. Just like the Watergate tapes. Just like Watergate. <laughs> have you ever seen that movie called Dick with Kirsten Dunst and Kirsten Dunst? Kirsten Dunst? Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten. And Michelle Williams. And uh, they're like, it's it's a joke movie based on like the Watergate scandal and they are the ones who like find the Richard Nixon tapes mm-hmm. and they're like two teenagers. It's so good. You'll find, I'll, we'll find it somewhere. It's okay. Yeah. 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 Let me know what the movie's really called. Funny. I'll send you a trailer. Cause it was like one of those, like when I was little in Puerto Rico, like my aunt or my grandma would take me to blockbuster and they would let me pick the movies I was renting. Cause they don't know what I was watching. Sorry, mom. And so I would just pick like wherever there were like teen queens, you know, of the time. So like anything that had Kirsten Dunst and I was like, oh, I got to rent that. And so literally these people were letting me walk out the movie, like the blockbuster with a movie that just said dick on it. And I'm like, me and my friends. Dicks. (laughs) And I would always like, oh my God, it's called dick, (laughs) you know, because I was eight years old. (laughs) What a time to be alive. Great film. Check it out, folks. If you're into history, that's not accurate. (laughs) (laughs) so today we are going to be introducing a new show that we're covering and i'm actually really excited i know you just watched it today but i was like i was lit with mess like it was so chock full of mess. it was and the fact that it's in atlanta and so when they go certain places i was like oh i have to check that out oh that's like right near me oh like great like yeah you're gonna have to give us extra details when you see stuff of like oh this is like a good place or like Cause like when I would watch either like not quite selling sunset, probably more like um, Vanderpump rules and all that. And I would see some of the places they filmed. I was like, Oh, that's cause that's empty in the morning on a weekday. That's yeah. like, not because it's that good. Cause Most they would of the places on this were new or at least okay. the, the place where they had the mixer was new. Okay. Um, cause I've never heard of it. Um, which I mean, uh, you know, whatever, but I think at that time it was new. Okay. The other place I think is pretty new to fouling, like bowling or whatever. Oh um, my God, that was so weird. But that's, yeah, it's on the Upper West Side. I did not know what that meant. I just, I always pass it because um, it's right by like the works, which is like um, 
like breweries and stuff and restaurants yeah. and stuff over there on the Upper West Side. And I didn't know Atlanta had an Upper West Side. I thought I that was just New York. Uh, well, it's new and people that are from Atlanta are like, that sounds absolutely, absolutely disgusting. Like Upper West Side. What, yeah. what the fuck is that? Um, but yeah, I won't be going to fouling because football and bowling, that looks ridiculous. So what we didn't say is that the show is called Love Match Atlanta. And it's kind of an ensemble show about the matchmaking industry within Atlanta. So obviously it's focusing, not obviously, but just so that y'all know, it's focusing particularly on black matchmaking. All the matchmakers are black and their clientele for almost all of them, except for one, yeah, are all black clientele or African-American clientele, however you'd like to refer. Um, so I'm going to kind of run through the first episode and because it kind of introed everybody. I liked how they did it where basically the show started and we met every matchmaker and got a feel for what their business focus right. was. And then we finished with like their relationships amongst each other. And it did seem like some of the history is really sincere because sometimes these shows pop up and you're like, this feels kind of staged because none of these people actually know each right. other very well. But these people had like legit history. Also, when they were just talking about how much money they make and what they do, I was like, do I need to become a matchmaker? Oh, like $25,000 for matchmaking. Oh yeah. So first we meet the duo as they're called, Kelly and Tana. And they say that they charge $25,000 at minimum for one of their packages for their matchmaking clients. I was like, who's, who's affording? Like, again, it's just like, I, I praise everybody for wanting to find love. However, that path takes them, but that's like a third of people's paychecks for the year sometimes. And that's a very, obviously very like luxury, like, Oh yeah, of course it's for people who make well beyond six figures. But. Right. Because I'm like 25,000 for matchmaking. Just take me to the, to the freaking, um, I don't know, to some expensive ass. Let me just go on a restaurant singles cruise. And I'm just going to like sit and find someone myself. I don't need a matchmaker for that. Well, the hope is, is that the matchmaker helps you find somebody you'll stay with. <laughs> oh, I always wonder because they have optimistic India over here. (laughs) The matchmaking duo have love liaisons that I guess like search for people that they can add to their roster to like match with like their clients. I was kind of, I thought that was weird. I thought that was kind of weird because imagine being a person and you think someone is picking you up at a bar and you're like, Oh my God, you're into me. And then they're like, Actually, my job is to find people for other people. So I'm not interested in you, but I think I may know somebody. Because like, what if you're vibing with the right. liaison? And so I was just like, that sounds messy. And I bet you those liaisons aren't that professional. I'm sure some of them dip into the client pool. I probably would. If I, was I would too. I would use my job to find myself somebody mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I didn't find anybody that day. I think she, I'm going out to dinner later. You show Shay doing that, <laughs> which I love her. She's my favorite. Oh, I cannot wait to get to Shay. Shay is, she refers to herself, her business is called Middle Class Matchmaker. And this was much more achievable in my mm-hmm. opinion. She said three to $5,000. And it for, includes coaching. Yeah, for therapy coaching for five introductions. So that was like good too, is that she makes like a pool and that she used to do it based on actually knowing people and setting them up herself. So she has like a good eye for that and instinct mm-hmm. for that. 
I also um, screamed when her client that she met today was like, I'm looking for a hood professional. <laughs> I don't know why, but I did think of you. That for sounds like something I would say. I was like, I was like, I'm not trying to be rude, but I was like, all right, India, alert, alert, alert. Sounds sound like a And the sex thing. toys, when she wanted the sex toys, I was like, oh my gosh, why do I have when, this? <laughs> when she took the wand out, I was just like, I don't have that wand. Oof, that was scary. The wand just feels very 70s, you know? We've done, we've made a lot of progress. Why do, yeah. why do we need the wand? The wand is just not pretty either. Like, it's just. No, I do have a whip though. <laughs> you what? I have the whip. I was like, oh. I mean, Capricorn, secret freaks. Yeah, she was a lot freaks. though. It was just I the fact she kept pulling girl. out new sex toys. Well, what's funny is that the client is a sex blogger. Yeah. So let's leave with that. And she said, but my whole relationship isn't about sex. But then when the matchmaker, at, when Shay asked her, like, what are, does she care about? It was all about sexual things. And then she was pulling out the toys. Like, I'm sure part of it is for the show. But mm-hmm. another part of it, I was like, ma'am, you would have done that anyway. I you know. would have come with that bag and all those Of toys. your sex toys. You probably do this when you go out with men. It's like, oh, you want to try this? Oh, yeah. I'll stick it up Just your like, ass. Over shrimp cocktail. She's like, what about this wand? just waving in his face (laughs) jesus um but she was special loved that and then we meet ming who's the owner of colorblind international which the title is questionable but here we go yeah and she focuses on the swirl so her vibe is like she likes matching she didn't say that if they all have to be interracial but she said she specializes in interracial relationships as shay would say older men and younger women i'm like yeah. Yes. But she runs an escort service. Oh, no, no. I wrote that too. Wealthy men with exotic women mess. And I was screaming at Ming's client that we meet Troy, who's like a 50 year old man with horrible mm-hmm. shirt. The button ups were ending me, like those weird paisley and pattern yeah. shirts. I was like, I've seen men like you and you are so gross. I could not hear less how much money mm-hmm. you have because you would be insufferable to be around. Insufferable. Literally. Yeah. And then he's like, wants like an age cap of 27 when he's 49. When the lady <laughs> said she was retired and his face said, <laughs> and then just kept he playing back, done. retired. Because she was like, so what's, what was her name? And he was like, I don't remember. And it was just like, retired. 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 <laughs> I, but I also got thrown back because I didn't realize she was like saying that on purpose. Because I was like, damn girl, you look good for retired. Like, I want to be retired yeah. right now. But I didn't realize it was because he has the thing about it was the a age. test, yeah. Because <laughs> you know how like there's like people that like are our age, and you just hear all the time like retired at thirty five because they right. sold their dot com biz. And so I was just like, again, forgetting she's a plant, and that it's a made up scenario. I was like, damn, bitch, what do you sell? Like, right. I want to do that. Um, and then we see like duo host their meeting, and we learn that they're actually originally from Charlotte, and that they moved to Atlanta. And that they are like wanting to do this little um, like love pro university where they, it's basically like trainers training mm-hmm. new people. But um, I really did like when they highlighted that when they started their business a decade ago, everyone that gave them advice or like any mentorship they went through said to focus on white men as the clientele. And they said, no, we're going to focus on black women. So like they had their mission very mm-hmm. clear before it was you know trendy because now everyone's always talking about inclusivity and focusing on other populations and marginalized groups but they were doing that because they were like we're black women so obviously we're trying to support 
black women. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Shay's apartment and we meet Joseph. <laughs> Joseph is a scrub. First a of all. scrub. Every ounce of screen time that man got that week, I was just like, mm-mm-mm. Shady, shady, shady. They're dog. both Capricorns, but Capricorn men are... Anyway, oh. no shade. Capricorn no, women not are amazing. <laughs> and I was like, look at the difference between these two. Shay is well, just fabulous. We, we've seen a lot of people identify as Capricorn on Bravo yeah. in like the past year that we've been doing this. And it's like, y'all are really different. So we need to see that big three. Mm-hmm. We need to actually Very see what we're working with. <laughs> we need to see. Today, someone, I was told someone in my big three and they were like, I don't see Aqua rising for you. And I was like, well, what do you think Aquarius is? And they're like an independent weirdo. And I was like, oh, well, you just don't know me well enough. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so Joseph is the owner of Real Black Love. I said, not toxic, tumultuous friendship for a decade. That's what Shay right. said. Shay seems like that person. Like, I like her, but she also seems like that person that, like, I don't know if it's a self-esteem thing, but she'll, like, let a bad thing continue just for the validation. Do you know what I mean? Capricorn. I ain't staying for I ain't staying friends with somebody for 10 years 10 years if they fuck with me because like yeah. it reminded me of like one of my best friends from college and he and I were friends for probably almost 10 years honestly like it was I think like eight and then when things got suspect I was like you gotta go and yeah. like I'm like a boot boot and go I used to have a phrase I forgot what it was but it was like, punch it and go to the left. We don't have time for the clown activity. But yeah. And Shay's apartment was definitely giving beginner Bravo decor. It definitely was. It reminded <laughs> me of Kenya and the white refrigerator. But you know what? I was trying to be gracious because I'm like, she has a kid that's in college or going to college, you know, and she's probably like, it's well, she is single. So, you know, single mom, like, you know, you got to pick and choose what you're saying. She has your like a on. two or three year old. And then, and then she revealed that she just got out of a relationship and that was like a very hard, difficult relationship to get out of. And so it's probably like, okay, well, she probably chose to move out of wherever they were living and get this place that's like temporary until. Yeah. So she has the little kid and she also has like a grown adult. So I feel like she has to like give them stuff first. So, you know, she was prioritizing. So I'm not going to shade a mom, um, even though I did. And then we see like Joseph and his app is the issue because like he was just stealing everybody's ideas. I was like, Joseph is giving me at least a Rena. And then we've only just seen the first episode. Mm-hmm. Like he loves to stir it up. And I don't know involved. if I should say this word. I was like, he was just giving me very much I'm trade. Scared. What do you mean trade? Like secretly gay. That's not what that is. <laughs> Isn't it? No. It's a gay man that seems like really masculine and is like the hot gay man. Oh, well. He's not giving trade. Conti. <laughs> Your ally card has been revoked. You are not a queer ally, India. You have to watch many more seasons of Drag Race. Jesus Christ. We'll do a tutorial later. Clearly. <laughs> I'm just... Well, he's giving very. Country. Let me just say, Let's Joseph just... is not giving trade. You can say Joseph is giving closeted. That's that could be your answer. Okay, yeah, he's giving closeted. He's giving cunty. That's fine. I mean, Bitch. he doesn't deserve to. Give... Yeah. Oh. Let's just 
move on from what Joseph is giving. <laughs> to me, I don't think so. To me, Joseph is giving gross old man because we find out, of course, that he's dating a girl named Paris who's like definitely half his age. Right. And that he met on his own app. I was like the toxicity, like Elon Musk is getting ideas right now. And then Paris became his marketing person. And it was just like super weird. Like their energy was very dad daughter. Yeah, like it was, that. it was strange. But he reminded me of one of my uncles who used to try to. And I'm date. like, what do you mean that you gave her 60, 40% of your, like your business? That was wild. And you didn't even know her. And then for Shay to be like, well, that's like the third, like you said, like the third person he met on the app. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but to me, like he reminds me of one of my uncles who like, he doesn't do this anymore. Apparently he claims he's happy alone now, but like when he was still like, Oh, it's a whole thing. Um, but like, I swear to you, like no more than 15 years ago. So he must've been in his mid fifties. He was hitting on women younger than me. And I was just like, bruh, you are not the, that's not what they want. It's got to stop. Because he's also not a bajillionaire matchmaker. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. That's the only reason Joe copped her. So it's just like, it's a mess. Or Joseph. I don't know if he's Joe or Joseph. I wrote both names in here. Um, Then we got like a little bit of Ming Troy. I didn't care. And then we have the duo and Shay meet up at like some little golfing situation, like an indoor golfing thing. And like, I felt bad for Shay. Like she was just like so um odd by them and it was like big sister little sister energy and she's like I just want to learn from you guys and this and the other and they were just like enjoying it I like it felt like too deferential you know not to me it seemed like because I think it was great that they pointed out like because Shay was like well Joseph just felt like he wants to do something where we can just like refer people to each other and it's like they were like we already do that like we do that with you like you do that with Mm -hmm. us like we already have this relationship oh, yeah. I mean, because they we're actual ma- matchmaking, like certified matchmaking. Like, no, we're not doing that with Joseph. Like, this is our beef with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was wild when they, like, revealed that, like, they had said that they would do a partnership with him for, like, the VIP matchmaking, and he just made it a, a feature on his yeah. own app. Yeah, and it was like, I didn't like them because they had attitudes, and I'm like, like, yeah, this guy screams, I stole every, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah he can't be trusted and I think it's really weird that he doesn't understand why accreditation matters like why there should be regulations and standards within industries yeah I'm just like bro and I just don't like any industry nowadays and I just don't like that like I don't like men that get involved in women's business and I feel like because (laughs) okay Nene (laughs) stop acting like a bitch I mean Teresa called her (laughs) Teresa called her brother a bitch boy on the reunion last night. Um, Women on Bravo love to call men bitches. But him being the only guy and being so... Well, he just took like a nice industry. Like it's not that he couldn't be a male matchmaker, but what he did is like he made it into Tinder basically. Yeah. Like, no, and I don't mean him gross. being the only guy matchmaker. I don't mean it in that way. I think because he's the only guy and then on top of him being the only guy, he's messy and very like bitchy. Yeah. It like is like, mm. okay, you're just one of the girls. Great. <laughs> he tries to be, but they don't want him. They don't. So then he sets up a mixer and he wants, he invites all of them. 
And of course they're like, sure, we'll attend, but they don't bring any of their people. Cause they're like, we're not so, like, and I don't blame them. Like I would not want my clients to see this event and put that to my name. Right. It reminded, also, go ahead. Say, I was going to say when Ming showed up and her husband, like they had a picture of her and her husband, he was blurred out. I'm like, Oh, she's going to be the personal drama of the season. I'm excited mm -hmm. to see what that's about. Um, it reminded me of like my high school reunion because it was so scattered and empty. Like we tried to do a 10 year high school reunion and like the people who planned it, it was like me and a couple other people. We made it so easy. We were literally like, just show up to this brewery. We're not going to ask for your money. We're not going to like make you go somewhere or dress up. Like it'll be super chill. And like out of a class of 200. And I think like at least 50 people wrote attending. Cause this was back when I had Facebook. Um, I think like 20 people showed up. And I was just like, damn, y'all are like washed. Like, cause I know they all live in that town. Right. Cause I traveled. Cause like I was coming to Virginia anyway. And I, like, I usually make a trip out of it, but I was like, y'all live 10 minutes away. Do you think that like they wouldn't attend if they don't have anything like good going on? Like, or like they're not where they see themselves being because that's reasons why I don't go to reunions. It's like, I'm not Oprah yet. So, or married. I don't have kids. I look better than all of you guys. I'm just kidding. I look, you I know, look great. are being made. Compared to how I looked back then. Um, yeah. I guess I just like, not, this isn't directed at you. This would be directed at them would just be like, I guess I'm not that pressed. You know what I mean? Like. I go because I like to go have a good time wherever I'm having a good time. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to do yeah. the college one this fall. And like, we already know I've been telling my class, I'm like, y'all better show up and not be gross. But like, I don't know if like I have everything that I've said I've wanted to accomplish yet, but like, I'm pretty satisfied. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just crazy. <laughs> I just like, and also I'm happy regardless. And I know other people aren't. So yeah. That'll be my victory. My victory sure. lap. I'm like, I'm free. I'm happy. I'm not indebted to anybody besides the US government. So let's fucking go. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how I make it among the delis this year. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag pray for Ruby. We'll, we'll start the prayer circle early. <laughs> I'm very scared because something about going there makes me turn into a 19 year old again. Yeah. John's back, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he just loves to see us suffer. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just like turn into 19 year old when I'm in Williamsburg. I just don't know what it is. Like the emotional yeah. maturity goes down. The alcohol tolerance goes down. Everything is dopey AF. But yeah. Um, but anyway, so we had, we had the mixer. And then um, Paris makes the announcement about their academy and the duo loses their mind. And so I think we just have like a, it leaves it on a cliffhanger because the duo is like, now we have an announcement to make. And then we get like the season preview. So I'm sure next week, I would think that they would go make the announcement that they already have their university planned as well. So. Yeah, because he was like, you know, let's not have egos. Like we can all, you know, we all should be household names. And they're like, we've claimed our space. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, but and oh he's my like, God. whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Yeah, he does like a lot of assuaging. That's not necessary. Yeah. But the trailer for the season was giving mess. Like everybody is coming down everybody's throats and I love every piece of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'm very excited. So should we do below deck sailing? I guess. <laughs> it, it came on today or this week. Yeah. We it was fine. Hard. It was just like, we didn't it was more of the charter ones which we always find annoying and it was just like demon guests so it wasn't like that much fun to report on really we had our new deckhand named barnaby which what a name and it was like a little disappointing because i was like all this build up for the deckhand and he looks like that mm-hmm. i was like confused at some points I was like he's kind of cute and then at other points I'm in like, his Mm-mm. pictures like in the pictures yeah. that they used for his history he looked cute but that in hair person? in present day is oh Barnaby <laughs> I still feel like Ashley's gonna bang like attempt to bang him though of course because it's Ashley <laughs> so rude also a fun fact like I had turned on my tv a little bit early and they were doing like the last episode that we didn't get to cover um they were doing the never before seen version, you know, where they add a couple extra clips in. Yeah. And at the pool, when they have their day off, there's like an entire clip of Gary and Daisy having a conversation where like Daisy was trying to explain to him why they couldn't date. And he was trying to like actually genuinely explain all the reasons they could date. And I was just like, why would you deny us of this? Just to watch Gabriella be like a drunk asshole. No shade, Gabby, we love you. But, you know to be drunk and awkward right and so i was just like so sad because i was like daisy and gary are so cute i just want dairy all day i know they are really cute together though um and they give a little more context too as to like gabby's vibe at that dinner later when she was trying to make up it was hilarious because there was like a they did the thing where they were like okay everybody say a compliment about somebody at the table and i can't remember what it was but they were just all like insulting each other by accident and it was just stunning me. But yeah, so this week we have Barnaby arrive for the new charter, but we're down the stew for the charter. And of course that means we get the worst guests on earth. We get Dr. Nichols, who's actually Dr. Nipples. Nipples. <laughs> Woo! Nipple chat part two. Oh man. Nipple chat the sequel. Because those nipples. It was three couples and they just were like those people who order asshole orders just because they can. And I would just like always find that so tacky when it's like y'all have a little bit of money. So you think that gives you the right to just act out of pocket all the time because it's like, cause I'm paying for this. Unfortunately, um, they were American. So, oh yeah. So on one end I get it because it's like, if I'm paying top dollar for a yacht, I want to, I want the food that I want. I want the drinks that I want and I want to stay up as late as I want and you guys to to not complain and be prepared for that. And I'll yeah. put that on my preference sheet like, hey, look, but we, we're people who lay out our expectations. Right. But then also we're not assholes either. So, no, I'm not going to have a half empty drink and then tell you like or, you know, what I mean, a half full drink and say, hey, I want a new one. Or I'm not going to be like, hey, like my drink needs more ice. I might be like, yeah, like hey. they were just doing things. I'm like, hey, can you just grab like annoying. a thing, a bucket of ice? Because it like my drink just keeps melting. Like I would just make it easier for people. You know, mm-hmm. I think that they were just kind of like they were just American assholes. 
the Bloody Marys with two grilled shrimp and, oh, God. and a lot of bacon. That transfusion drink. I'm like, ew. They're like, we don't have, which is interesting that they don't have grape juice in Europe. Europe, which I'm like, what does that say about America? <laughs> yeah, that we're trash. We've been new. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, also this angle on you is amazing. <laughs> Just all I see is India's mouth, and it's like like a creepy puppet. Um, yeah, they were just super gross. And then, of course, like we said, they were just so hammered that they come down for dinner. And you know, when I I don't want to say women, like I'm Mary Cosby, women, but like because men just don't wear blazers with their titties out. Um, like if you're gonna try to do the blazer look or a deep plunge look, you better know how to use your tape. Yes. Because those aren't made for loose titties. Even if you over, have the smallest. Yeah. Even if you have the smallest boobs, you, you tape them into place attached to the jacket or the dress or whatever right. it is. Don't be gross. So her nipple was out the whole time that service was happening. And it's like, wow, you look real fucking classy right now. Congratulations. Yeah. And it was just yeah. awful. Mancina, we, I was weak and Marcos was like, Mancina and tits. <laughs> When he was oh god driving yeah. the food he was like i just kept looking at her nipples like <laughs> yeah it was uh embarrassing for all and i also and hate then... it that she kept like i don't know if she's of latinx background but she kept like saying like little i mean i do that <laughs> so maybe that's why i hated her doing that she's like she's like cannibal i'd be a cannibal in un segundo i was like yeah she was doing a lot of spanglish work i think so i think if you look if you remember how the table was set up because they're like from new york or something um, I think that if it's not her, because at first I thought she was Latina because like there were a few people talking in Spanglish, I think the blonde woman, because again, blonde people can be Latino too, everybody, okay. no. um, Ooh, shocker, God. blonde white folk can be Spanish speakers. Mm-hmm. I think that wife who I think is the wife of the really rude man, I think she's Latina. And so then like we were saying, like when you have a friend who knows you speak Spanish, they may say things to you in Spanish a lot yeah. because they already know. So just like, you know, places like New York, Miami, and stuff, like when people are actually like multicultural, you know, even if they're not of that culture, they just, if they're around people or whatever, they say phrases. Right. Well. My dad does that. He has a wife that speaks Spanish. It's my mom. So, I, um, I mean, I, I, I do it. a little, you know, you already know I do a little bit of Spanglish work myself, so I can't really be that annoyed about it. Cause I'd be, a I feel like if you're saying things accurately, like she was saying everything accurately, yeah. like it, it's when it's American people that are like, Ola, or like, if they hear about a margarita, like, Oh, Margarita, like they have to sing song, yeah. every Spanish word. Like, and it's like, Quesadilla. but it's just like when they have to yeah, either. Either if they say it wrong or if they have to say it in like a caricature way, mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, get out of my face. I don't, I don't fuck with that. Like, yeah. you know, if I say, oh, I'm from Puerto Rico and they're like, ooh, Puerto Rico, you know, it's like a little, Puerto Rico. like it's always something and people think they are really clever and not annoying at all. Spoiler alert. You are. <laughs> anyways now that i've been bitchy uh next week we'll get some i mean i don't think they gave us next week preview did i miss it um did they i don't think they did they must have just jumped into summer house reunion yeah but since we know that it started with a charter that means that next week we'll have an off episode which is what we like is their partying episodes um 
Beverly Hills premieres tonight. So I'm so excited. I know. We'll We'll see if it's actually any good. Yeah, we'll we'll chat about it next week. I wish that these shows, because I'm hating that Dubai and Beverly Hills are coming on on Wednesdays. But yeah, we'll make it through. We'll figure it out, guys. You'll see. You'll hear from us. Yeah. And our lawyers. JK, I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to have a lawyer over. I wish. I wish I was that cool. I mean, you're going to speak it into existence, something that's going to require you to have one. Oh, and then you're gonna make No, so- I don't want one. I don't no. Want- no, then you're going to make so much money. Like... Oh, I thought you were saying like something bad was going to happen. No, nothing bad is going to happen to you. But like someone's going to wrong wrong you and then you're going to like follow. uh, And then I'm going to get all their money. All their money. It'll be mine. I do sometimes regret not marrying like a loser from college that was going to make a ton of money so that I could just take half by now. I have so many regrets about my time at William & Mary. I did not utilize (laughs) that time properly. We didn't know better because we were just good people trying to have a good Hindsight's time. Hindsight's 2020 because whew, I wasted so much time. I mean, we both did in other <laughs> aspects. <laughs> but we um, had a fun. I think. Losers. The losers. Gleams <laughs> <laughs> and dorks. Oh, losers. Oh. Revenge of the nerds. Coming soon. Oh. Well, now that we've fully fucking lost it. Yeah, guys, don't forget. I guess the episode's over. Yeah, follow us on all things Pop of Color Pod. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Ruby is so interesting. I pop in there every now and then to give my my two cents. Um, give me yeah. a stroke. Remember Only because I just because I forget that you own it too. So whenever I see something I didn't post, I'm like, how did that happen? And I'm <laughs> like, oh right, India has rights. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Not really. Catch you guys next week. Bye.